Welcome to the episode of Conversation with the Browns. I'm Mr. Brown, and she is... Andrew Brown. And we will have other guests, but I like having you here, so this is really good. I like being here. Well, today we're going to talk about nuance. It's a word that you use often, use it a whole lot, and I like it. I like it. I think because sometimes in conversations, we things are not always just black and white. There's different shades of black, um, different variations of, of white. So I think it's important to not just be stuck on extremes. And we like extremes. I heard somebody say truth is somewhere found somewhere in the middle. Well, and I think the reason that I like the word and like the concept is um, not even so much the black and white and that we always choose one of those, but the bringing into the conversation that we, if we are looking at the same thing, we see it differently. You know, remember uh, like a while, it probably dates how old I am, that flying around the internet was like the dress and it was a big fight, a stripy dress or that something. That wasn't that long ago, so you're not old. <laughs> well, Sophia, Sophia right. keeps asking me about my olden days. So, right. but, but that sort of thing where it's a single image and everyone's debating um, like what color do you actually see? And was I it think, blue or gold? Was that it? Some, I think so. It was like, do you see Blue and gray or golden. I think it's blue and gold. I'll I'll look it up as you continue to tell your story so we don't sound too crazy. So I think the reason that that idea of nuance is so important to me is because if we are not constantly encountering other people that we love and that we trust who see the world differently than us, I think just in general, we tend to settle into this assumption that we are the ones who see correctly and anyone who doesn't see what we see is clearly losing their mind or delusional or deceiving themselves or whatever. We tell these stories and that a lot of times part of the part of the issue is that we have these shades of meaning when we use a word or when we when we talk about an issue, we carry our past and our experiences and our current emotional state and just every we bring our whole being into something. And you're not saying we shouldn't do that, but oh, we no, have to we be should. careful to know when we do that, that does not mean everything that we're saying is correct or we don't see the other side of that same issue. Right. I think that that's the only I think to try to eliminate who you are one I don't think that we can actually do that but I think that the more I found for myself that the more aware I am of who I am and how I process and the way that my past and my present shapes me I'm able to actually be more present in a conversation and understand my my perspective and articulate it for other people and then also have space for the fact that other people may of goodwill experience a situation completely differently than me. And otherwise, it's just so easy to jump to some moral problem with the other person rather than um, just having space, having space for more questions, having space for people with a different perspective. I think nuance is really important in that way. Because even it happens with a single word. The number of times that we've had a conversation and been using the same language and find out later that we were talking about different things. Right. Oh, it reminds me of a story. Like Speaking of words, uh, I remember a story, I think it was a book I was reading about marriage, and this couple was engaged and they were riding somewhere. And um, they they were really really stressed about the the budget or how much they were paying the wedding. And the husband said, the wife said, well, the fiance said, whatever we want to do, I want to make sure we have a, 
a, a good band. I want a good band. And uh, he was like, well, that's just stupid. So one day and he was just like going off and she started to cry because she was really wanted a band, a nice band for her. And that's all she really cared about. And then he was like, that's just crazy. There'll be one night they'll be playing music. She's like, no. And she was almost in tears. She was like, no, I mean, a wedding band. They had this conversation about the same word. Yep, but they but had she totally meant a for, ring and he, he meant the band <laughs> he at the wedding. He's a musician. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I think it's important to understand even getting definitions of words and even how I may define a certain word differently from you. And we can be arguing, but then we need to get to those nuanced things to make sure they make sense. So I'm looking for nuance. It is a subtle difference in or shade of meaning, expression or sound. And so as we enter these debates or conversation we want to have, because right now it's a lot of debating going on. It's a lot of debates. A lot of screaming at the top of our lungs about stuff and all type of topics, especially politics. It's an election year. <laughs> um, and I think we don't look at the nuance. And so for right now, we're both listening to a book. I'm listening. You're reading a book from Pantsuit Politics Girls. Yep. What You know yep. their names by, by chance? Um, Beth and Sarah. I'll have to look up their last names. It's called I Think You're Wrong, But I'm Listening. That, that should be that, that should be like part of premarital counseling, don't you think? I think you're wrong, <laughs> but I'm listening anyway, honey. Yeah, it's you Sarah. probably shouldn't say that to your wife, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but even even that, if you can say that with a laugh, and and sometimes that's actually honestly how we feel. Like I don't think that we shouldn't still bring honesty to the table, and I think that there's something refreshing in being able to say, "I think you're wrong, but I'm here and I'm listening." And sometimes that's better than when we when we kind of fake a, it, it can come across really condescending when we pretend like we're making space for somebody else's point of view, when we pretend like we want to hear what they have to say, but when we actually come, wow, you just turned me up real loud. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was when making we sure come you keep your the, mouth on the, on, you know, in front of the <laughs> microphone because I can't hear you, but go ahead. When we come to the table and act like we're the ones who possess the facts and everyone else just has misguided opinions about things um, and they, they talk about that it's like specifically an idea that comes from their book that this is part of the problem and the reason that we have a hard time having conversations is because we come with that assumption and um, and then just the way that the whole system seems to more and more promote us being on really opposite sides of an issue right. and taking a stand. And I think that um, you know, their their focus really is politics, and I've appreciated their podcast has been really helpful. Well, go ahead explain but, a little bit about who they are so they can give them a little plug and maybe they'll have us on their show. Well, I've just, I've just started. I'm a baby at listening, partly because I realize when it comes to politics, I have checked out. Um, because I have never, at least not intentionally, been registered with a party. I just have all of my adult life in watching politics been a little bit confused about why everyone yells at each other and and actually yells past each other. Right. Part of it is because I come to the table um, really open to everyone else's point of view. That's and, because of your Enneagram number. Yeah. And that's yeah. a whole nother subject for another day. We'll do a conversation about the Enneagram. <laughs> which is like great. I love the Enneagram, which by the way, that other, the whole ring story, that is Beth McCord's Enneagram book. Oh, is it okay? That's her telling that story. But, um, but just in general, it's never really made sense to me. We build up these caricatures. Like we take the most ridiculous or extreme versions of what someone else believes and then we rail on it and poke holes on it. But often, if that person was sitting at your dining room table having a conversation with you, they would have nuance. They would have shades of 
meaning to their words. And when we're not at, that's again, why we value conversation so much, because when you, you catch it much sooner. So if I say something to you about a band, it actually quicker than not is going to become evident that we mean completely different things. But when you post a 30 second clip or a, you know, two paragraphs, um, we miss the nuance. And so we just start talking at a caricature of somebody else's viewpoints. And I've never found that useful or compelling. It's just never been something that I wanted to engage in. And so one of the things that I really appreciate about this podcast is, first of all, it's two women and I hardly ever hear very women, very many women talking politics. Aren't they both lawyers too? Don't, don't they have, they um, have training as, law- as lawyers? lawyers. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's two, two women who are friends and who identify, who have been registered with opposing political parties. Um, and I've come in late to their journey. They've been doing this for a really long time and even their views have shifted. And just, you know, halfway through their book, I really appreciate the way that they've talked about how when you can take off your stance in opposing teams, teams their team jerseys. Yeah, so, they talk about taking off yeah. your jersey that, that, too often we've got our jersey on and we identify completely with one team or the other and we just turn everything into a win or lose sort of situation. And the problem is when it comes to even politics, when it comes to politics, to relationships, everybody loses if it's win-lose. Everybody's losing in this. And that's what I like about the, the chapter I've listened to so far is that the couple is that, that that idea of team. Like I'm with my team and no matter what that team does, I'm going to stick with that team. And I don't think we need to approach these real life issues that affect real people uh, in their livelihoods and their well-being from my team standpoint. Because sometimes my team may be wrong and I need to understand and be able to look at the issue and agree with someone from the other team who has a better view on this issue than I do because they're closer, because of their experience because of their knowledge and say you know what that makes sense and just recently we'll talk about this in a future podcast I had to agree with someone that I don't really agree with what they do in the music industry I don't agree with what they what they promote what they do I don't any of it I'm like no that's bad it's bad for our communities is what you all is bad but when he came out and said about this situation this is what we're doing I'm like he's right and I have to say he's right. I can't allow wearing my team jersey to cloud my view of truth because then we all lose every single time. And so I really like what they're doing as far as the Democrat Republican side and really just and you're right. They have more nuance because they're sitting across the table from each other or whether however they record it. But they they like each other. They know each other and they respect each other. And I think there's a lot of uh, incivility. Is that the right word? Lack mm-hmm. of civility <laughs> um, in politics. And I think that pushes a lot of people away. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like the fact that they have that nuance. And so they use that word a lot. And, and I think I hear that in the way they communicate. Yeah. And that's something that we've talked about in different ways, but really resonates with what we want to try to incorporate. And part of that, I think part of the reason that that resonates with us so much is even in the if you watch the news today and so much of the protests that are going on right now the um, riots and rallies and everything on both sides part of the reason that um, I think both of us in some ways have um, have lived a lot of our life with kind of a foot in multiple different 
world sort of fitting into one category and people assuming because they look at us a certain set of things, but then our actual experience and reality being this weird mixture that mm -hmm. doesn't, um, we don't really fit the teams. Um, and so, and so I think that we stand in an interesting place to be able to say to um, our friends who are firmly planted on different sides um, to communicate differently and even just to maybe ask ask questions because those questions are part of our everyday experience. And I think We're they constantly bring, having to ask questions. And they bring out nuance when you, when you have a conversation. I know as a speaker, I like to go speak, but I love even more interacting with students because they ask me questions about things. And I say things I would never prepare to say. I pull out stories I never prepared to say, but because they were in the moment, in that conversation, they were very relevant to the conversation. So I, I really like the idea of engaging with each other. And, and let me just say this. I don't know if this is kind of nuanced or different subject, but when we look at this idea of the of racism and all the, the police brutality um, and all the things that are going on with the protests, some people say all the protests are bad. We should never protest. And then some people say protests are right. Riots are okay. It's okay to loot. And then to look at that and talk to someone and have a conversation about their views on that versus just saying, I'm writing you off because this is just wrong. You should never be able to protest the government. And so I think being able to sit across someone and have a conversation helps you get more nuance to help you develop, not even if you don't change your mind, but a new viewpoint that can help you see things differently. And I think the biggest problem I see right now is we're trying to come up with simple solutions. Like here's the one thing and there's not one solution to all of these problems outside of sin i mean we got to deal with the sin issue that that's the one big solution but there's so many components to contribute to the to the breakdown of these things and but we don't want to look at that we want to say well what's the solution and we want a tweet to solve all these problems and that's not going to happen no and so many of our the problems that we face today in the world and even just i mean in my own life when i think when i look at my own life and think of at the issues that i just constantly am dealing with they have been a lifetime in the making right. and there is just, it's kind of foolish to think that you're going to have a, I mean, you look at like diet culture and clearly part of the problem is that we are looking for the magic pill that's going to undo the lifetime of our habits or that's going to change the genes that we were born with or like the, and we need solutions and ideas and questions that are as complex and as nuanced as our actual lives are. My life isn't complex. It's very simple. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad your life is simple. Well, it's not. But but I think you're right. And so I think as we as we wind this down and, and we want, again, not just uh, have people listen to our podcast and consume, we want them to create space in their own lives to have conversations with other people, whether that's your neighbors, your family, your community groups. Um, I think it's important. So I think the task or the call to action today is what is nuance and how does nuance play in your discussions of all these topics. And I think I would also, I guess it's just a question that I'm asking myself. And so we'll just offer it to anybody listening. I've been thinking about um, just looking at my life and evaluating how many spaces in my life do I have trusted relationships with people that I know think differently about an issue, a topic, just even who, people whose lives and experience is different from me. Um, how often do I even get the opportunity to do that? And how much of my life or even just the conversations I choose to engage in are with people that I know? Do I wait until I know that they're going to echo back what is safe and the same 
opinions because it's hard to if what we need is nuance it's hard to get it if we continue only engaging in conversations where you know you're going to get the same ideas repeated back well you just brought up another topic maybe we do it let me write this down okay just make do, a list we're we'll gonna do an episode on, on echo chambers <laughs> <laughs> all right put that on the list but i think for now that would just be a question to ask to look at your own life and think about how often do you engage in conversations that feel risky do you wait to talk about things until you know that people agree? Um, and do, do you even have relationships in your life where you can have those yeah. conversations? Maybe you haven't had them yet, but do you have some relationships where you know, I think they maybe think a little differently and I've avoided this, um, but where you trust them and you could actually invite them to your your real table. Those I think are, or, and maybe it's, you know, maybe it helps you realize, hey, I need to invest a little more in some of these other places, maybe invite some people over for dinner and start to build a relationship where there's enough trust and understanding and enough in common that then it's not so scary to bring up the things where you know someone else is going to bring a perspective that you probably need. So the call to action or the homework is to have a conversation about the word nuance and how that impacts your conversations. And the other question is, just evaluate the relationships that you have. Okay, assignment. Now. Evaluate yeah. the relationships you have now. How much uh, opportunity do you have for nuanced conversation? Okay. All right. Well, hey, if you enjoyed the episode, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a rating in iTunes or I keep calling iTunes. They change all that. It's Apple Podcast. Rate the show. Um, give us a comment and you can always join the conversation. We would love to hear from you. Visit lifewiththebrowns.com to find out more information about that. And uh, with that said, we're going to say goodbye. Thanks for being here and have another conversation. Bye. With the Browns. We've got to work on our ending. Our I know closing. I always feel like I should say peace because that's you can You can say peace. Go ahead. But that's not me. That's you. I just keep waiting for you to say that to be the end. Well, that's that's that video. That's a video thing, oh, I think. Okay. I, I well, if you also, number three, if you have a better way that we could end this instead of being weird, <laughs> then let us know. We're not weird. We're just different. That's a nuanced <laughs> thing. Thanks for joining us, y'all.